Hello and welcome. This is Jill Wigmore Welsh here from Reading in Berkshire. So today I'm recording a very short recording for you and this is a recording that can be done in standing and I have several clients that I'm working with right now who have problems associated with the way that they walk. So some years ago I designed um, a program that I called the Balanced Walker and it focused quite intently on the developmental sequences and uh, the way in which people uh, forget some of the most fundamental patterns that are required in order to have, they're like the building block movements um, that are required in order to have a really good quality walking. So this is just a few minutes of um, a very simple process that you can do in standing and um, obviously like any of the other lessons I record it's not meant to be a medical treatment so if you have any health problems that mean you're concerned about doing any form of movement work then please do consult your doctor before you begin to start to do the process. At the same time, I always say you can do the movement work in your imagination if you want to. So if you want to, you can just, if you're sitting, if you're somebody who can't walk, but you want to just sit, close your eyes and imagine yourself standing and imagine yourself doing the process that can be just as effective to actually fire off those neural pathways in your brain uh, that can keep your system uh, just just associated with that movement pattern. So, and if you're someone who's maybe in hospital, maybe not very well, who can't stand and walk, you could do this as well. So imagine or come into standing. If you are feeling a bit unsteady, put something in front of you just so that you know that you can make sure that you're feeling safe. And in standing, I just want you to really sense and feel uh, the contact that you're making with the floor. If you have shoes on, you can leave your shoes on. You don't have to take them off. If you want to take your shoes off, that's fine. But I suggest however you start, um, that whatever footwear or no footwear that you have on, you, you stay the same through the lesson. So if right now you have slippers on or flip-flops or high-heeled shoes or stilettos or boots or I don't know whatever else then stay with that particular footwear through this short process because you can repeat the process with different footwear um, so just bring your attention to your feet and just idly sort of start to scan the bottom surface of your feet and notice um, if you seem to be taking more weight on the front of your foot or the back of your foot. And just, it's a snapshot. So this is just, it's not meant to be, you know, it isn't about how you should be doing it. This is just about how you are doing it. How is this thing for standing for you? And observe whether, if you're going to lift one foot off the floor, uh, which foot would you lift off first? Would it be your left foot or your right foot? And if you're not very sure, just lift one foot up and notice which one seems to you to be the one that is, is the one that you would like to lift off the floor. And just 
practice that a couple of times and then do the other one and and just notice because we all do have different habits and patterns and what tends to happen is that without realizing it we become quite dominant on one side and if we walk up let's say towards um, a flight of stairs uh, it may be that we tend to lead with one particular leg I don't know you can play with that yourself but what can also happen is if supposing you've had an injury uh, if you've had a fracture or you've had a stroke or you've had some other neurological problem which means that one side is more affected than the other or a hip replacement or something similar you might find that if you customarily like to stand on that leg when you take your first step up a stairs or even just a step forward that um, it somehow interferes with the way that you want to do a lot of things. So just play with that for a moment or two, just in your own time, just noticing what it feels like to actually lift one foot up and put it down. Um, and as you go to do that action of lifting one foot up and putting it down, you can repeat it several times just on that foot. And notice as you come to lift your foot, if you sway to the side, or if you sway backwards, or if you sway forwards. So just just really, without judging, as I say, this is not about judging. Um, this is just about accepting who we are. And I remember one time going and doing a, a talk for, I think it was the University of the Third Age, it's called U3A, and it's for people over a certain age who are full of vim and vigour. And I remember sitting waiting for everybody. And when they all came in, someone said to me, well, I'm really surprised at how you're sitting. And I said, why is that? They said, because you're sitting all sort of leaning over to the side and you've come to talk to us about, you know, movement and using our body. And I thought you would have been, you know, perfectly symmetrical. And I said, no, I said, I'm just going to be talking to you today about habits and how we have habits but it is interesting how we can start to judge so when you begin to start to do the action of just lifting one foot just notice notice if it's a sideways movement a backwards movement what's the first movement that takes place as you just go to lift one foot off the floor what's the first initiation of movement in other words, um, where does the movement start from? If you go to lift one foot up, um, is there a, a movement of your head? Is there a movement of your arms? Is there a movement or a sense of movement in your ankle? Where's that movement initiated from? Is it that um, is it there's a little look up with your eyes? What starts this movement off? Um, what happens when you you begin to initiate that movement and just notice it, just really just sort of log the information into your system and notice what it's like and repeat it several times. And really, it's like it's like putting it under a a really high magnifying glass. You're going to be like a real forensic scientist here. You're really, really really thinking about wow look what's happening and find that little tiny movement where does it go which direction does it go it's this is your movement and it will be pretty much unique to you
And you can spend as long as you want exploring just that little bit. And you can do it with your eyes open, you can do it with your eyes closed. And just notice what that movement is. What, what happens? Where does the movement start? Where does it initiate? What happens to the weight underneath the foot that you're standing on? When you're standing on that foot and you, you go to lift your other leg, where does the weight go? Does it go more to the front, more to the side, more to the back, more to the inside? Does it go in a sort of circle? Does it curl? And then when you sort of feel as if you've got an idea of what it is that you do on that side, um, just take a second or two. You can sit down if you want to. You can stay standing if you want to. But just relax and just sort of have a look around the room because sometimes with this kind of work, when you go deep inside yourself, you can find that you go into this sort of trancey state and um, just bring yourself out of that, look around the room. And then I want you to do the same on the other side. So whichever um, leg was the one that you, it didn't seem as if this was the one that went, yes, I'm going to lift right now. Um, try it on this one. And again, just notice, just sort of notice what it feels like to lift this other leg. Notice um, again, if, if it feels easy for you to lift this leg, if there's um, a movement to the side, to the forwards, to the backwards, where the movement comes from, and slow the movement down once you feel as if you um, have got some idea and just sort of follow, like track that movement as you, as you start to do it. And notice the speed, because you, you, you'll move at a certain pace. You might find that when you come to lift um, you, your first leg, the one that was like, yeah, this is the one I want to lift. This is the one that just feels right for me. Uh, this is the leg I like to stand on. Um, but when you come to do it on the other side, you might find that when you come to do this, there's a different speed, there's a different pace, uh, there's a different sense of moving through space. Um, there might be a different shift of weight on this side, but do you know? Don't believe that you need to be symmetrical. No one is symmetrical, and if you think you're right-handed or you're left-handed, you have a dominant hand, you have a dominant eye that you use, and uh, a lot of people don't necessarily. If they're right-handed, they don't have right eye dominance. I'm right-handed and left eye dominance, and I have a scoliosis in my spine, uh, which sort of fits together with that twistedness. Um, but what about you? You may not know if you have a dominance in your visual field. You might even not know which is your dominant ear, which ear you like to hear through, which is your dominant ear for listening. So just playing with this movement, just this idea, literally just this little bit of the movement, which is just literally about taking the foot off the floor of of really trusting the leg that you are going to take your weight through and um, you can you can just you can just put the foot back down in the same place and you can notice again where you make the contact with your foot as you put it down so as you lift your foot up and you put it down just does the whole foot um, sort of attach if you like to the ground go back to the ground greet the ground in one unit like um, a brick um, is there a tensioning in your ankle which means that when you come to pick your foot up um, does your foot drop down um, just again just play with this kind of movement and notice on this side what it's like 
and when you feel as if you spent enough time having an explore have a break have a rest um, just take your time to find out what it feels like on this side um, and then if you want to you can have a sit down you can have a rest you can you can stop doing the movement work and actually do it in your imagination if you find it's too much if maybe you've had a hip replacement or a knee replacement or a stroke or maybe some back surgery or something similar and it's like oh, this is hard work I didn't realize it was so difficult to stand on this leg um, just just store that information away because when we walk when you walk when I walk obviously we have to take all our body weight through first one leg and then the other leg and it has to be really a very sort of controlled process so when you're when you're ready we're just going to do one more little round and then as I say that's only a short lesson today so coming back to lifting the, the leg that you did at the beginning, the one you did right at the beginning, you remember when you I just said lift a leg and see which one comes up. Go back to lifting that leg again, but this time when you go to put it back down on the floor, I want you to notice how this leg, how this foot greets the floor. How does it greet the floor? Remember, is it that brick-like sort of tension at the ankle? Um, does, does the foot feel floppy? Uh, does the heel go down first? Does the outside of the foot go down first? And again, just play with this idea of getting to know yourself that bit more. Because one of the reasons we do this kind of work, Feldenkrais type of work, Moshe Feldenkrais, really was wanting people to develop a, a much better sense of who they were and a much more um, balanced sense of... Um, how well we can all do things even though we don't do them perfectly we do them as imperfectly as we are perfectly imperfect to do and yet we all manage to do or most of us manage to do these things called walking but we all do it a different way so i hope you've enjoyed this very short lesson today this is one to come back to, as I said, you can have a rest now, just have a stop. But this is one to come back to because at different times in the day when you've been doing different things or you've been wearing different shoes or maybe you have been out and you've got muddy boots on and your feet feel heavier because I know I've got some big walking boots and they get lots of thick clogs of mud stuck in the bottom. So when you're moving and walking around and using yourself, whatever footwear you've got on, you can play with this. You can play with it in bare feet. You can play with it in slippers, as I say, or flip-flops or Wellington boots or whatever it is that you're wearing at the time. Just mess around with this and get to know what the differences and similarities, what sort of patterns start to come out for you where you go, oh, yeah, I do that the whole time. Or when you perhaps wear a different shoe, and you're able to turn around and say, wow, it's really different when I'm doing this or when I'm doing that. So I hope you've enjoyed the lesson today. I'm Jill. I'm Jill Wigmore-Welsh and I'm based here in Reading in Berkshire. And um, if you ever have any lessons that you would specifically like me to record for, so if you have a particular issue or problem, do send me a message. I think you can send me a message through this system. If not... I always put my website link up when I put up these podcasts and um, you can get in touch with me 
through my website, there's um, a little contact me um, page that you can send me a message. And if you have any comments or you find there's something that goes, wow, that was an interesting thing, then let me know. It's always particularly interesting for me if I'm working with people who've had um, amputations and they're doing this kind of work wherein they're prosthetics or when I'm working with somebody who's had a spinal cord injury and maybe they can't use their feet and what they're doing is they're doing the process again in their imagination. So I love to get feedback and um, today is the 18th of November and as I say this is just recorded freestyle and I hope it's been of interest to you. Take care, love you, bye.